Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome, Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle, watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there was an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, and more, featuring... Bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, man lifts, tools, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. This is a short week for you, my friend. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I, uh, four you're, days instead of five. You're going to be on assignment tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Getting up early, heading out uh, west to see our youngest son. So looking forward to it. For and a couple so, of days. And so you and the wife will be out of the house. You guys live just the two of you. What's your address again in case <laughs> I need some fine china and maybe some silverware? Well, you have to negotiate with Ted on that one. So we'll see how that goes. I, I t- I've said this too many times before. Uh, small children and animals love me. It's adults that hate me. So right when I walk in the door, I'll say, hey, you want to go for a walk? He'll be good with it. And then he's just going to lay down guaranteed he won't do that he will because i'm going to take him on a really really long walk i'm going to let him sniff (laughs) everything in the area wear him out and then go to town he is uh is he a good watchdog very yeah very uh likes you better bring a woman with you excuse me because that that he he's good with women he's not good with men huh I'll see what Mandy's doing. T- he tomorrow. would be he would be defensive. Would he? If you walked in the house by yourself. Well, I'll see. Yes. What, I'll see what Mandy's doing. And that's 171 pounds of defensive. So yeah. So yeah. Go ahead. Proceed at your own risk. I'm talking to people in general. Can I come over today just to meet him? No. Okay. No, because I need that trigger poised. Right. You never know. All right. You never know. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Nuggets wrapped up the first half of the season last night, losing to Sacramento as they head into the all-star break on a three-game losing streak. Jamal Murray, KCP, don't play because of injury. Kings coming off a back-to-back. They didn't get into Denver till early Wednesday morning at 1.30 a.m., but it's the Nuggets in the second half that look tired. They came out strong defensively, specifically in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They were more than good enough offensively, and it just seemed like, uh, a, you know, a bathtub drain just taking in more and more water, and that was the energy being sapped from Yeah, it just kind of sucked them, sucked them right down the drain. It was a bad second half, and uh, – you're right. I mean, they uh, they looked good in the first half. They defended with, uh, without two starters. What, they give up 16 or 18 points in the first Yeah, quarter? only 16 in the first. That is a season low yeah. in the first quarter. They were absolutely fantastic um, and still looked pretty good at half. But, man, that third, they had they had just nothing left in the tank in the second half of that game. And it I hurt. A, I got a question. For yeah, you. go ahead. Why was Zeke Naji? Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, um, whoever else. Why were those guys so tired when they don't play a lot? That's a good question. Holiday. Why was he so exhausted? I mean. Why was Reggie Jackson wiped? 
Yeah. I can understand MPJ and Jokic and Aaron Gordon, who was phenomenal. He brought a lot of energy. Why were the bench guys drained? Yeah. Now, offensively, those guys were not very good. Oh, my, not very good. They were three for 15. Watson, Gillespie, and Brown. Yeah, why was Gillespie so tired? <clears throat> he might have been more rusty than tired. He hasn't played much. Yeah. Offensive. Listen, defense is about effort as mm -hmm. much as anything yep. else. Defensively, they were not good in the second half. Offensively, I can understand. But why are those guys so tired? Yeah. I think it was more that they were just not very good. I don't know about them being tired. They, little, just, weren't, they just weren't very good. A little worry? Going into no, playoffs? No, 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 If If you ask me to compare our two teams side by side, the arena mates, I'm more concerned about the Avs okay, but that's than I am not the, the Nuggets. But that's not the question. No, I'm not concerned. Okay. No. no. It's a, we're talking about it's February at the All-Star break. No. I know who the Nuggets are. And I think that Michael Malone knows who the Nuggets are. And I think that they've proven that well enough this season. Now, they've got work to do. The Western Conference is better. It's better. And where are the Nuggets right now? Two and a half games out. Yeah. Fourth seed. Mm -hmm. I guess the hope is a lot of these guys get some rest. Mm -hmm. They don't go to Vegas and stay up most of the night. Uh, Jokic certainly will not be you one of those You don't worry guys. about Jokic. I mean, you know. Well. I mean, it'd be nice for him to have a break. Yeah. But. I don't think that he's going to be clubbing at 5 o'clock in the morning in Vegas. Well, certainly not going to be doing that in Indianapolis. Unless oh, he, yeah, that's right. It's not in Vegas. Unless right. he's going to Shapiro's Deli to get a, a stacked high corned beef and uh, pastrami, which I don't think he will be An all-star game in Indianapolis. Hmm. Wait a minute. Before you say that, what is the high school capital of the country when it comes to basketball? Indiana. And where is the game? Indianapolis. There you go. I don't know. I've been to Indianapolis plenty of times. I don't mind Indianapolis. It's fine. It would not be a destination for me. No. It just wouldn't. I went to Indiana. I, I didn't go to Indianapolis often either. Yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. Um. I'm sure Jokic would rather not play in the All-Star game, and Michael Malone said as much. Yes. I'm sure it is. And I and I would imagine he would be fine with starting the game and then sitting his butt on the bench the rest of the day. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's more than just playing in the game. It's all the festivities that mm -hmm. go with it. I got to be here at this time. I got to be there at that time. Yeah, that's not him. It is. He is on a schedule. There yeah. is no relaxing. Yeah. So even if he doesn't play at all, which he will, it's not necessarily about the physical energy that is going to be expended. It is about the mental energy. I have to be here for this press conference. I have to be here for this. I have to be here for that. And that is, in some ways, exhausting. Where you always have a schedule of where you need to well, be. Well, yeah, this is... And you, and you can't just sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix. Right. It's a... Uh... It keeps the body in motion at a time when he, you wouldn't have to be in motion. And if anybody looked like he needed a break on the floor last night, it was Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Because he played one of his worst games I have seen yeah, in Yeah, he kind of hit the wall last night. Yeah. He did. Uh, after really sustaining them 
you know, I mean, he was the only guy that showed up, um, whoever they played in the last game. I can't even remember now. It wasn't Sacramento. It was the, the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. And that game turned he, out well. But I mean, but he was the only guy that showed up. So with that, offensively, they were not very good. And nope. quite frankly, it's not like they have a lot of offensive talent coming off the bench. No. Let's be honest. With that, how much are you blaming last night's loss on not having the starting backcourt? Well, they lost by four without two starters. I mean, you know, I, I think they could have figured out a way to win yep. at home where they're where they were twenty one and four. But yeah, I'll give Sacramento credit, although the only team they can seem to beat are the Nuggets. They lose to everyone else. They've they have beaten the Nuggets in all three all games. three games. I don't think it's going to come down to a tiebreak. No. Oklahoma City is what, three and one? Yep. They, three and they one. won the season. Sacramento six. is three and oh. Yep. Against the Nuggets. Right. So, um, yeah, and I don't think it will come down to a tiebreaker between these between these two teams. Sacramento's on that second tier, not the top tier. What bothers me about last night's game is that the bench guys had opportunities mm-hmm. and did not take advantage of them. Right. At times, Brown and Watson played well defensively. Offensively, they were not very good. And then I think the bigger concern is, and we have seen this throughout the season, we saw it in the playoffs, certainly last year, MPJ gets taken out of the game in crunch time, leverage minutes for Bruce Brown last year. MPJ said, I don't have a problem with that. But Bruce Brown was an offensive threat when he was on the floor. Peyton Watson is not. No. At times he is, but he is not consistently. No. Different, different kind of uh, offensive player. In some ways, it is almost four on five. Might as well just leave him open. At times, he will hit some shots. He brings a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But now that we have 27 games to go in the regular season, while he has grown as a player, I won't argue that. He doesn't look like a guy who should be getting significant minutes in the playoffs as a rotation guy when Malone shortens his bench. He's going to be. I think he's in the rotation. Of course he is. I think he's, I think. I know he is. It's you Br- know he is. It's Brown, Jackson, and Watson. That's that's the eight, along with the starting five. Unless something crazy happens, an injury but I can't see another player emerging at this point. Then it, I think it's a question now of sorting your bench, figuring out your uh, substitution pattern, who you have trust in, in what, in which situations. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. wasn't good last night. The funny thing is he scored 19 points. Yeah. He hit three threes. Volume shots. Here's the th- 17 shots. Here's the thing. When I, I spent a lot of time, maybe I'm the only one. I can't imagine that I am. I spent a lot of time watching Michael Porter Jr. When they are on the offensive end. I, I can see that. I, yeah. I specifically watch him a lot. At times, ignoring the other four guys on yeah. the court. You want to see his movement away from and the ball. And the dude just stands there. He, he rarely moves to the ball. And when he's standing in a corner, how is he going to get rebounds? 
There have been many times this season he's had six, seven, eight rebounds a game, and he does that when he's moving his feet. He still has that AAU mentality. Mm. He has been in this league for a long time, and I don't see how this changes for him. Yes, he scored 19 points last night. Yeah, but he did it on 17 shots. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's not great return. I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of shots. Right. Coming up after the break, our friend and regular contributor to the show, Todd Davis, said something interesting that we want to address after the break. What he said was, you got to build a good team, and then when the time is right, you go get your quarterback. Is it the chicken? Is it the <laughs> egg? Is it the egg? Is it the chicken? And, oh, by the way, I'm not saying that I totally disagree with Todd, but if Todd is referring to the Kansas City Chiefs, that is a very poor example. That's next. With Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction And there's a lot of stuff in this auction. Government computers, police evidence, general surplus, and more. Featuring bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, tools, computers, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. In the meantime, how many times have you said, why do today what I can do tomorrow? If you are a family man, if you are a woman and you are a mother... I got to tell you something, don't wait before it's too late. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Highly recommend you work with Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Law Firm. Mandy and I did. We put together a trust for our kids, for each other. A will is good. A trust is better. And if you don't know the difference, get together with Dan and learn the difference. You spend your life taking care of your family while you're here. If you don't do something now, and I'm not trying to scare you, you will be screwing over your family. There is just really no other way to put it. You got to get everything in order, and Dan McKenzie, the McKenzie Law Firm, can help you do that. You're probably thinking, hey, I'm single. I don't need to do anything. I promise you. There's a lot of things that need to be taken care of, and your family is going to be forced to take care of all of that stuff, not to mention, do you want a living will? What does that mean? Well, God forbid something happens to you. Do you want to be in a vegetative state for the rest of your days? 
or do you want them to pull the plug? I know Bruce would be more than happy to pull the plug on me. That's why I have him in my trust in order to yank that baby out. Talk to Dan McKenzie today, 833-CO-PLANS, 833-CO-PLANS, or go to coplans.co. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. Our friend and regular contributor to the show, Todd Davis, recently said on his DNVR podcast, that the Broncos should consider a different timeline while pursuing a long-term answer at quarterback. This is what Todd said. You got to build a good team. And then when the time is right, you go get your quarterback. I think we're missing a lot of pieces that can make us a championship caliber team along with the quarterback. So maybe you build that winning culture. And then eventually, once it's time, you know this is the guy and you trade up to get him. What do you think of that? I tend to be more of the mind that if you are ready to buy in on a guy, timing is what it is. You got to get him. You know what it's like? Finding a quarterback in the draft is similar to real estate in this sense. If you are looking for a home this summer, you can only get what's on the market. Yeah. And you can't control what's on the market, just like you can't control what good quarterbacks are in this draft. Right. Next year, it's not supposed to be a rich quarterback draft. No. You are what the market says you are going to be in terms of buying. And you are, um, and, and that's limiting. So if, you have someone that you're ready to plant your flag on, you better go and get them regardless of the situation. The timing for the Chiefs was so unbelievably good. When you have the luxury of having a competitive playoff kind of team with a quarterback like Alex Smith. Alex Smith, though, was not very good when he started his career. With the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. We're talking a little bit later now. Much later. Much later. He led them to double-digit wins. Mm -hmm. I think it was in 2011, something like that. Then, I believe it was in 2012, something like that, right? He was playing really well. The 49ers were playing really well. He got injured. In walks Colin Kaepernick. They wind up going to the Super Bowl, and Jim Harbaugh... Did not want to put Alex Smith back in there. Right. He went with Colin Kaepernick, who led them to the Super Bowl. Timing just had it that Harbaugh wanted to stick with Kaepernick. Right. Alex Smith became available, and let's be honest, really good quarterbacks do not hit the free agent market. Right. When Alex Smith went to the Chiefs, every single year, it was double-digit wins. They were great. But he could only get them out of the first round one time. If the Chiefs had to continue with Alex Smith, I don't know if they would have gotten to the Super Bowl. The history suggests they wouldn't have, but they were still a double-digit win team. And Alex Smith knew it. He, it was a rare situation in that he understood his limitations, and once the move was made to move up, 
and get Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith had a clear understanding of what his role was, and he gravitated towards that role and gladly took it on to mentor Patrick Mahomes that first season. Patrick Mahomes still talks about it when asked about the importance of the mentorship that Alex Smith extended to it him. Was, it was a confluence of events that just happened to work out. It was unreal. The problem is when you force drafting a quarterback, I would not force it if the guy is not there. The 2011 draft is a perfect example. Jake Locker was taken with the eighth pick in that draft. That pick, that that draft, Cam Newton number one in order. Von Miller, Marcel Darius, Patrick Peterson. People thought this guy would be a star. Yeah. And he was. Julio Jones, people thought this guy would be a star, and he was. Alden Smith, he had some issues. He was taken seventh. After that eighth, Jake Locker, who was taken next, Tyron Smith, star. People thought this guy would be really, really good. Jake Locker was a reach. Next guy, Blaine Gabbert. That was an absolute reach. Who was taken after him? J.J. Watt, who dominated at Wisconsin. Wow. Tennessee and Jacksonville reached for a quarterback. I don't believe in reaching for a quarterback, and maybe that's what Todd means, and I understand his point. I would not reach for a quarterback either. Take a guy who you think is going to be really, really good. A good example, the Broncos took Pat Sertan. They passed on Justin Fields. Yeah. They had conviction in their pick, and it turned out to be, for them, the right pick. Um, We're still working our way through Justin Fields. Alex Smith was 50 and 26 in his time at Kansas city. Right. All the dude did was win games, but he couldn't win them late in the playoffs. You bring up a really good point. They got, I think they had one playoff win under him, whatever it was. I can't remember, but it was meager and they were not really a, uh, a late factor in, in playoffs, but that you're right. That was a confluence of events that just worked perfectly. I mean, he was six and four in his last season, nine and six, 11 and four, 11 and five. Kansas city had established a very good winning tradition by that point. Here's something else to consider as well about having a winning team and then bringing in the quarterback. You're not winning a lot of games. You were not the quarterback. Exactly. Right. Don't force it. Right. And I understand that, but here's something else to consider. If you take a quarterback in the first round, you can go nuts on free agency because that guy's under control Mm -hmm. for four and probably five years if the guy is any good. You can go crazy in free agency because you don't have to pay that quarterback anything. The bottom line is you have to hit on it. Yeah. I mean, let's look at Carolina. Their guy hasn't worked out. No. I mean, let's be honest. This is a perfect counter to what Todd said. Look at the Houston Texans. What were they? Did they have a winning culture? Did they have a lot of great talent on, on that field? No. But their quarterback made all the difference yeah. in the world. He was transitional and uh and made a and made an immediate difference. Yes, and so I offer with all due respect if you have conviction and conviction alone 
doesn't mean the quarterback's going to work out. Right. All it means is that you've got conviction about what you're picking. You're ready to go all in on a particular guy. If you've done your due diligence and you've done your work and you believe that it's a perfect fit, but you still don't really know because you can't test processing until they're actually processing. Here is the counter argument about what we're saying supporting Todd. Sure. Look at the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. They had a ready-built team. Generally speaking, specifically on defense, they built well through the draft. Who have their quarterbacks been? Yeah. No, you're right. Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance, they had a conviction about Trey Lance that didn't work out. Did it really hurt him? Not no, really. No. They gave up a bunch of draft capital, but look at that team, and now you have the last pick in the draft who just took them to the Super Bowl. Pretty remarkable. But you have to draft well, too. Oh, absolutely. And they have a history of doing that well. So, but you're going to miss on a guy. And this is, <clears throat> and look at the offensive minds that are making picks in San Francisco on a guy like Trey Lance. You're just going to miss on guys sometimes. You don't know until you have them. You just don't. You can watch all the film, you and and but until you have your hands on that person, until you put them into situations where you have to make decisions at the line of scrimmage, how quickly are you processing? How quickly are you able to make decisions? How well do you really know the offense? All of these things, these are things that you don't know until you put these people to the test. The quarterback by far and away is the most important position on the field. No reasonable person is going to argue that. But if you had to sit here right now and look at the quarterback out of North Carolina, right? Yeah, Drake May. And then you look at Jaden Daniels. Mm -hmm. And then you look at Caleb Williams. If I said to you right now, give me one player in this draft that you pretty, barring injury, that you have pretty much little, 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 small, tiny doubt is going to be the best player in this draft. Who is it? Caleb Williams. I'm going Marvin Harrison Jr. I have little doubt this guy is going to be an absolute star. But then again, he is at a dependent position. Yes. And aren't you sneaky with that? Because you're probably right. That's the one guy if you were going to bet on him. Right. But I remember the draft where the Broncos took Bradley Chubb. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they passed on Josh Allen. To me, the guy who I felt would be the best player in that draft by far was Quentin Nelson. Hmm. Problem is he played guard. Yeah. But the guy has a trajectory of going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. He was a guy that I loved. I there mean, were plenty. Right. Yeah. There were plenty of doubts about Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! Yes, there were plenty of doubts about Josh Allen through his first year with the Bills. Right. Don't don't rewrite history now, folks. Right. Josh Allen was a was very much a shake of the dice. Right. It was risky. Coming up after the break, if you want to watch the Rockies this season, I'm going to break down the numbers for you. You're going to get 59 cents per win and just a dollar and three cents per loss. We'll explain next. How they stick. 
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Wednesday. There's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, and more featuring bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, tools, and more. Auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Well, the Rockies don't have a home on cable. They don't have a, a home on Dish Network. They don't have a home on DirecTV. They don't have a home except for streaming. And that's what they're going to be doing right now. Uh, it's going to be $19.99 per month. 100 bucks for the season. Uh, you can also package that with MLB TV if you want to. Price goes up to about 200 bucks for the season. If you were not a sportscaster, okay, because you got to watch the games, I have to watch the games, would you spend 100 bucks to watch the Rockies this season? And, but, if they were a really good team, would you spend it? Yes. If they were a really good team, I probably would. Yeah. I probably would. Because I would invest emotion into that team. Now, if I weren't a sportscaster, I wouldn't have a, a more personal relationship with Bud Black and others. Um, I like Bud Black a great deal. And, um, and I pull for him and cheer for him and want good things to happen for him. But, um, I wouldn't consider myself to be a Rockies fan by any stretch of the imagination. So, no, you take the sports casting element out of my gig. I'm probably not paying 20 bucks a month. This could not have no. come at a worse time for the Colorado Rockies. Right. They lost 103 games. They had never lost 100 games in a season. Putting this into perspective, you are spending $35.40 for a win and then you're spending roughly $65 to watch them lose, predicated on them winning 60 games this year. Yeah, which is their over-under. 59 games this 60 year. 60 and a half is, is their number. I've seen 58 and a half as well. This is what I would be afraid of. And quite frankly, I don't think Dick Monfort probably really cares because it's all about at the ballpark. Sure. MLB Network, MLB paid, I believe, this is what I was told, the Rockies up front mm -hmm. to carry the product. Okay. So, so they've already made their money. They've already made their but money. Not as much as they've had in the past. Actually, actually, I think they may have made, well, mm -hmm. you might be right. I, I don't, I don't think it, I mean, it's decent, but it's not the kind of money they have. I would be nervous to find out how many people are actually buying this. Product. Oh yeah. I think that's a real concern. I, I don't want to know. No, I, Good for you. I think you're right. That was the question we were asking in the office yesterday. Jeez, how many people are going to do this? I mean, really? And let's think about this logically as well. When you look at the demographics of people who watch baseball, it is an older crowd. 
That would be me. And that, in theory, would be me. Although you're not old yet. Thank you. It's about 50 to 55 and up. Those are the people that truly watch baseball. You're right. And then you're throwing in streaming, which is complicated for people who are older. Like me. Not me necessarily. But who really wants to watch baseball on their phone? And for some people, they can't even figure it out. Well, that would be me. Here's the funny thing. What if the Avalanche and the Nuggets did this? You wouldn't even think twice. Oh, of course not. About paying no. 20 bucks no. a month. The problem is the Avs and the Nuggets can't do that because for the Rockies, there are no options. Mm-hmm. This is the only one. For the Avalanche and the Nuggets, there is an option. This is why MLB had to do this in conjunction with the Rockies. Yeah. But I think once the television deal is up with the NBA, which happens after next season, I think we might see something like this, just like I think we will see two more teams added in the NBA. And what I'm reading, Vegas will be one of those teams. But once the television contracts are up, this is when I think the NBA will give its blessing for the Nuggets to put their games on stream. Well, it would, I mean, it's the that's the trend for everything now, right? right? That's where we're going. I mean, we all have, I mean, you and I have a lot of friends over at Altitude, but how does this whole thing, I mean, at, at some point, isn't this kind of a broken situation, right? A broken model for the Nuggets? Listen, I mean, the, the Nuggets and the, and, and the Abs. Altitude is never going to be on Comcast. No. Let's just accept it. And it is my understanding that, well, there were there were discussions about the Rockies going on to altitude. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is is that there was a point where Stan Kroenke wanted to buy the Rockies, and I don't think Dick Monfort trusts Stan Kroenke. Well, I mean, I I understand that. Yep, and that's fine. But it is stunning to me the lack of exposure and accessibility that we have to the Nuggets and the Avs in this market. Unless you pirate it. Like me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, think about that. You, you've got... Whoops, did I just get myself in trouble? Nah. we have. I go- was just kidding. We have gone through a golden age of the Avs and the Nuggets without accessibility to their product. Right. I still shake my head over it. Now, this is the golden age and half of this city, over half of this city can't watch. Doesn't that. get to see it. Yep. And it is unless you find creative ways to get it. And there are ways to get it. We understand that. But um that's just kind of a man. Comcast me. Comcast has regional networks. Outside of the, what, 10 that they have, mm-hmm. they're out of the regional sports business, just like Bally's is out of the sports business in terms of RSNs. It's not a sustainable model. No. It didn't work. Didn't work for anyone. It's unfortunate that yes. Altitude cannot be picked up by Amazon. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't it be? Fubo is not even a top five streaming service. Well, hell, and isn't that like, that's like 80 bucks a month, isn't it? 
something like that. I mean, that's not cheap. Yeah. <sighs> what do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? We'll discuss the horrific incident at the end of the oh. Chiefs Super Bowl parade in which NBA team made an unsuccessful bid for LeBron at the trade deadline. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. I met you. I drink too much, and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Hey, you tell your friends it was nice. To- Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On a Wednesday, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, including bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, tools, and more. Auction is open at RollerAuction.com right now. Get notifications about uh, upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for um, final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Alrighty, just in case you missed it, awful, awful scene at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade yesterday as one person is dead and 21 others were wounded by gunfire at the end of the parade. Uh, Three people have been detained and are under investigation Multiple Chiefs players took to social media to express their concern for the victims after the shooting. Uh, any thoughts on yesterday's incident at the Super Bowl parade? I can't uh, abide living in a culture that I can get killed in. I mean, I know that a truck could hit me. I know there's a lot of things that could happen. I don't like the whole X factor of the randomness of some Yahoo with a gun because it's so easy to get one in our culture just showing up and and in and, and spraying people i'm sorry this is uh and it doesn't happen everywhere it doesn't happen everywhere it's ridiculous to me when you have an event like this and you know beforehand someone's gonna get killed how much did it surprise you would it it, we've gotten to the point now where it surprises you more if you get through a celebration like this without a shooting. Think about that. Sorry. I don't want to get too far into it either. Theaters aren't safe. Churches aren't safe. Parades aren't safe. Synagogues aren't safe. Movie houses. Concerts aren't safe. Look what happened in Vegas. Las Vegas. I'll tell you what I put on Twitter and I'll just repeat it. I don't want to get too political about this, but 
since 2021, a mass shooting is considered four people getting shot. That is considered a mass shooting. Since 2021, there have been four mass shootings in the UK. Since as of yesterday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, there were six mass shootings over three days this week. And oh, by the way, mental health issues are not limited to the United States, period. They're all over the world. They just are. It's just they have different restrictions. And by the way, guns are allowed in the UK. They are. Mental health issues are not limited to the United States. A quarter of this globe has mental health issues. Problem is, politicians are bought by the NRA. Mental health issues are not limited to the United States, period. All right, just in case you missed it, it has been made aware that the Warriors made a bid for LeBron James at the trade deadline unsuccessfully, of course. Uh, Lakers owner Jeannie Buss told Warriors owner Joe Lacobe that the Lakers had no desire to trade James, but the Warriors could revisit a uh, pursuit in the offseason when James holds a $51.4 million player option on his contract for next year. Uh, Could you picture LeBron pairing up with Steph Curry as a Golden State Warrior? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I could picture it. Um, Not going to happen. This would not be good for him to go to the Warriors now. No, it would not be good because now he already is perceived as a guy who wants super teams. This would just add to that. And those that say Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James, this would widen the gap because Jordan, it was a different time and I get it. Jordan didn't do that. Granted, he was paired with Scottie Pippen. And I understand that. But LeBron James already has a reputation of a not a title chaser, but a guy, but a guy who wants to build his own team of superstars. Yes, I would say that that's, uh, and he's got. I still think he has unfinished business in L.A. He's got a championship in L.A., but does he really have a championship in L.A.? Yeah, he won I mean, one in twenty twenty. Yeah, I know, but does he really have a championship what are you in talking L.A.? About? Uh, to me, and, and I don't know if you and I have talked about this, the most difficult title to win. In NBA history was in that bubble. I it because it was, there was, there it was, was a, a shortened season. Yep. It was a totally different it, it's a totally different kind of feel. I'm not you don't take it away from him. I'm not saying that, but I feel like he still has unfinished business in Los Angeles. He might. That's that's my feeling. No home court advantage in the bubble, no fans in the bubble, and you had to be mentally tough. To go through that type of quarantine, I'm not arguing that to win. But to it's me, a that whoever different kind of championship, I agree. To me, much more difficult to win a championship in a bubble because the mentally toughest team you can make the case won it. Everybody had to go through the same thing, but those players wanted to be back in their homes. They wanted to be with their families, and none of them were able to do it. I think mentally was the toughest title to win and good on them yeah yeah fine just different right 
didn't didn't play totally different. Yeah, at home and home, and you know they're just and and length of the season grind, all of the challenges. Uh, there were a different set of challenges, so it's a different yep. kind of. But it, it's a title. It is, and to me, it's more difficult. Yes, different. Yes, but more difficult. Just my opinion. Fair enough. With that, that was a Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. What else makes them better than everybody else? They have a staff that can help you redesign an entire kitchen. Big box stores, they absolutely don't have that. The people who work at Mountain High Appliance, this is their career. At big box stores, this is their job until they find something better. Then you can go to their clearance center, get high-end appliances, scratch and ding stuff, which it's not like somebody took a sledgehammer to a stove, okay? It's still high-end stuff, works perfectly, same type of warranty, and you can get it at a really reasonable price. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, first half of the season, not literally, but technically, has started for the Nuggets. Where are the Nuggets in the standings right now as they head into the All-Star break? And how tired did they look last night? when the team that they played really was tired. That's next. Talk about a dream, try to 